0: Oh, hello. Hi. Thank you so much for those of you who listened and gave me like super positive feedback on last week's episode about creating more curiosity and sparking interest for the people that are consuming our content. I had so much fun putting that one together. And if you missed that solo show um, and you want to go back and listen because now your curiosity has peaked, don't you worry. I got the the link in the show notes for you. But today, Today is going to play off of last week because today with my guest we are actually talking about content as it relates to photos and how we can infuse that kind of content with a little bit more curiosity. I know you're like ooh la la. Um, in introducing my guest today, I also want to make sure to give a giant thank you to Jessica Terzakis of Terzakis and Associates because Jessica is the one that introduced us. Now, Jessica is like a pro guest recommender. She has yet to steer me wrong. Pretty much anyone she tells me to have on, I say yes and I end up loving them so very much. And my guest today is no exception. I also want to thank the podcast guest collaboration community find a guest be a guest um that is hosted by and owned by sarah penner it is a great spot to find guests and to be a guest on other podcasts and it's where i made the ask for someone to tackle this topic with me today and then jessica saw my request and reached out to me privately Um, Both links to Jessica and that podcast collab group will be in the show notes because if you are looking for more opportunities to be a guest on a podcast, you definitely or have more guests on your podcast, that's definitely a place you're going to want to hang out. Without further ado, let's get right into talking about today's star of the show. Bonnie Dixon is a business visibility strategist and photographer who believes that first impressions are the key to profitable businesses. She helps her clients stand out in the busy online marketplace, consistently attract the type of clients they want to work with, and convert Google searches into potential customers to walk through the door. Her strategic, creative, and artistic approach to business photography has guided her clients to use images that are scroll-stopping, curiosity invoking, right? Approachable and best of all, just create that like immediate sense of trust because the people look like how they look when they meet them as they do in the photos. With over 30 IMDb film and commercial credits to her name and 15 years of digital photography experience, Bonnie's knowledge spans multiple industries. She makes any business owner feel immediately at ease in front of the camera. And I definitely encourage you to connect with Bonnie directly after we chat. There's going to be a lot of helpful links in the show notes. I hope that you find our conversation as fabulous and helpful as I did. Bonnie and welcome to the She Built This podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: I'm super excited today to talk to you about this. We have never spoken about this topic on the She Built This podcast like ever before. Um, So we're going to be talking today about like how strategy and visual planning and keeping our images that we're posting online a little bit more consistent, how we can really do that as especially like people just walking around using our iPhones to take pictures of things. Um, But before we get into all the goodness in the conversation, I would love for you to just tell us in your own words, kind of like what brought you to what you do today and maybe any way that your brand or uh, business has shifted and pivoted a little bit as you've gone.
1: Sure, that's a great question. I, in my own words, not reading from a bio or anything like that, but um, I used to work in visual effects for feature film and uh, commercials, and I learned so much about visual storytelling from working in that that realm, both as an artist and and then later in production. And uh, when I left that industry, uh, I had honed a lot of my photography skills there, and I thought, how can I help business owners? be seen online. And that was because I knew so many business owners that had this dream, they you know, this thing they were pursuing and they really wanted to show up online, but they didn't know how. And I thought, well, I can help them with that through strategy and through photography and the use of imagery to really show up. And so uh, that's sort of what I do and how I got there. But um, one of the things that I've seen as a, a shift or change in my business uh, my business and brand have, has had an exciting growth spurt since the end of last year, which was a result of a two-and-a-half-month business road trip across Western Canada. Uh, I packed up all my photo gear, my portable studio, everything in my car, and drove west. And I met with many business owners and had incredible conversations and photo sessions, and I learned there was a common problem for each of the businesses. And that was they didn't know how, where, or when to use their images. So all the wonderful photos ended up on their hard drive, never seeing the light of day or their ideal client's eyes. So my takeaway from that was that I expanded my business to include a visibility strategy checklist, which is a guide for business owners and literally details exactly which images to use and when. I made it as easy as possible because I know business owners are super busy and already have lengthy to-do lists. So this is something they can just check off or hand to their social media guru um, marketing team or niece and nephew and say, okay, go, here's the images, literally the file name of the the photo, and here's where to use it and when. And I take all the guesswork out of it. So that was a a pretty cool uh, extension and growth within my business.
0: I love how you came up with the concept after seeing like what all of these uh, common issues that people had were. And I'm when you were talking about the business road trip and how you um went and took pictures of all of these businesses i was like oh my god how can i do that for my content writing business like can i go on a business road trip and like i'll sit down and write your content for a day at your restaurant or whatever
1: <laughs> yes uh, do it oh <laughs> get some good oh. when when you're there when you're in their space you get to see their space or their business with fresh eyes the way that their new potential customer would And that's a really cool perspective, especially as a content writer or a photographer, to be able to look at a business with new eyes.
0: Maybe we should do like a package deal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's dive into like some sort of photo talk, shop talk, talk shop. Yeah. Um, When you're looking on like social media these days, what are you kind of seeing or hearing as things that... or maybe in your professional opinion from what you do see, what are some things that we kind of should keep in mind about that we should and shouldn't be doing when it comes to our photos as small business owners and in many of my listeners' case, solopreneurs?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I think I'll speak specifically about Instagram in this situation um, because I find that there's a, a lot of things happening there that can be confusing for business owners or, or solo business owners. So I think first you need to decide if your Instagram page or social media, wherever you're posting your images, is going to be mainly used for business or personal use. Because if you decide you want to be posting to Instagram for business, then you should have 80% of the content be about your business. But definitely bring around 20% of your posts and make them personal so that people get to learn more about you and why they want to spend their time and money with you and not another business. If you decide you want to be posting on social media and you want to keep it more personal and less businessy because maybe you just want your business vibes to be on your website, then in your social posts, post whatever you like, but perhaps make the account private so that it's for your friends only. Otherwise, remember that your images work for you while you sleep. And if your party photos or your night out are not something that you want your ideal customer to see, then either don't post them or make that account private for just your friends. And um, You're
0: echoing what I often say about content too with the 80% and 20%. So I love that we're on the same page, like from a written or visual perspective. That's (laughs) so good.
1: Awesome. And another tip that I would say would be to show up authentically as a business owner. So less filters, people want to see the real you. It's so easy to want to throw like a Snapchat filter or, you know, really smooth out all the imperfections, but people want to see the authenticity. And I would also say to show up consistently because people get used to seeing you and you build that feeling of familiarity. And you really want that. I mean, um, you know, many marketing experts talk about the coveted no like and trust factor. So the more you show up consistently, the more familiar they feel with with you.
0: Yeah, you want to be the girl or boy next door. (laughs) Um, Do you have any sort of like unpopular opinions around photos that you see people sharing on the internet or things that just like really get under your skin when you see them? Uh, For me, can I, I'll share mine, (laughs) like when photos are like tilted, you know, and they're just like, why did you do that? Like, why didn't you straighten it out?
1: (laughs) Yes, yes, definitely the crooked pictures. Um, I think that there are some simple photo techniques that you can do in order to get everything in the picture and not have it be (laughs) crooked. Um, But definitely, I, I feel as a visual strategist, I'm often curious what the reason is behind business owners posting photos of them, say, in their pajamas, or screenshots from a Zoom meeting that shows they didn't get dressed that day and they look disheveled. (laughs) Because like, what business owners need to remember is that a photograph speaks a thousand words for you. So if you show that you can't be bothered to dress presentably for a Zoom call, or in your social media posts, then potential customers will instantly get some doubt in their mind about how much effort you will put into your product or service. And you definitely don't want your potential customer to doubt anything about you. So posting pictures like that on on social media, it, it always leaves me baffled.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really good question to check in with ourselves and say, like, okay, if I saw this photo from somebody else, would I doubt their ability to follow through? Would I doubt their professionalism? That's a really good way to phrase it for yourself before you hit post.
1: Yes. And I'm I'm not saying don't be authentic and real and not post who you really are, but have some fun with it knowing that people make assumptions based on what they see. They don't always read the caption. So if you want to show up, you know, that, hey, life is busy and, and, you know, juggling the kids and the job and walking the dog and all the things, have fun with that image. Make it look playful and funny in a disheveled way, not in a, oh, I couldn't be bothered to brush my hair today.
0: Um, all right. Let's shift gears into how we actually share photos that do align, that align for us personally, that align for our brands. How do you even like get started in figuring out what those should look like? And maybe it even comes down to some of the colors that you choose and things like that.
1: Yes. I love that question. And this is so important because the best place to start is by figuring out what is unique about you and your business. What is that one thing that sets you apart from all other businesses, and especially within your niche? And that is what you want to photograph. And you definitely want to take into consideration your branding, your colors. I mean, for me, teal is a a main theme in my uh, branding, so I want to have that included within my colors. Um, There's other people who use mustard yellow within their branding or purples in their branding. You want to make sure that if you're photographing something, you're maybe wearing a mustard yellow shirt or things just to help tie in the branding and feel.
0: I need to go buy some more pink, purple, and periwinkle clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that actually leads me to my next question. Can I take great photos at home?
1: Absolutely. You can take great photos anywhere. Just plan them ahead clean up the space. If you're showing you're in work from home mode, then make sure you clean up any dirty dishes in the kitchen behind you. And remember to keep your business images looking professional.
0: I love that. Um, All right. What if my life is, you know, I see people in their stories showing up with like, they're always on the go and they always have something interesting about their day to day life sharing in their stories. What if your life is kind of boring? Like, what if you are sort of a homebody and you're like, I mostly just stay home and work in sweatpants? How do you get great pictures then? And like, how can we kind of create some curiosity in our photos where it maybe seems like it doesn't exist? (laughs)
1: Well, I I don't think anyone's life is boring. I think that just comes down to perspective and what you want your potential customers to know about you. Um, some, Some potential customers might see other people's posts and think, well, they're always busy. They're always on the go. Do they have time to work with me? So it's not necessarily that busy and people... You know, showing they're always out and about is a positive thing. Sometimes a post of, for example, of you working uh, on your couch with a tease and your post says, um, I'm in my cozy concentration nook, getting like working through certain things and giving my full focus. It might look boring to people who are always out and about and doing things, but to your ideal customer, You're showing what it is that makes you and your business unique because you're showing one of the character traits of your business, which is I give my client 100% attention. And that Uh, is very important.
0: I love that spin on it. And I want to also add to that and remind listeners that I think that when we think of the word boring we need to reframe that to actually like relatable. So like the most boring thing you do every day, I don't know, make yourself a cup of coffee, drink two, drink two glasses of water and take your vitamins in the morning. That's the very thing that makes you relatable to other people. So when someone else, and that's what people want, they want to see themselves in what we're sharing. So again, like I wouldn't, sit there and take a picture of the same exact coffee mug every single day and post it to Instagram. But I just want to remind people that like that routine, that mundane thing that you do every single day, that's actually what makes you relatable to the people watching.
1: Absolutely. And, and it's a good point. If they see themselves in you, but they see you uh, at this business level with a problem, with the solution to whatever their problem is, then they're like, oh, I want I want to spend my time and money with this person.
0: What are some tips you have, maybe especially speaking to this person who's kind of at home right now and they're like, I am going to get some great pictures of my day-to-day life. What are some tips you have that can help them to take some better photographs?
1: Yes. Um, some tips would be use natural lighting. So Um, open up your windows, like your blinds, your curtains, allow natural lighting to flood the space and turn off your overhead lights, um, and things like that, because ceiling lights can create a lot of shadows and darken under eye shadows and be less flattering where if you're actually standing facing a window, um, natural window light is softening and, um, more flattering to, to your face.
0: I can attest to this. I was in TJ Maxx yesterday and I was like, oh dear, <laughs> this is not nice lighting at all. So yeah, natural lighting was definitely in need in that moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, And and it's, it's free. It doesn't cost anything. You don't need fancy lighting equipment. Just really honestly open your blinds.
0: <laughs> um, what's um, another tip you might offer?
1: Another tip would be to explore the angles that you're taking your pictures. So you mentioned earlier, you know, seeing pictures kind of on a tilt. Don't tilt them, but instead of always photographing from um, eye level, get down lower. You know, put your cell phone actually on top of your coffee table and photograph your laptop and coffee mug and you in the background from that direction. You know, show people a different perspective of your daily life.
0: Love that. Bring in different perspectives, and I think that is also like captivating in an image. Um, You know, that's sort of what draws people in to say, like, "Ooh, I wonder what exactly is happening on the other side." So I love that. Um, Okay, and then is there anything, just in your opinion, like? especially for that person who's focusing on the 80% business in their photos. Like, is there anything we talked about, like going out and partying? And I totally agree with you on that. But is there anything you kind of shouldn't share in your photos?
1: Yes, I think anything that takes away from your professionalism, I think shouldn't be shown, like you said, the the partying, um, things like that. Um, and I think really also being... Being careful and aware of sharing your location too much, especially if you're a female solo business owner, uh, your safety should always come first. And giving too much information or tagging too many neighborhoods close to your house if you share that you work from home often, it can give people a pattern of where you might be. And um, I think it's safer to include less of your location on where you're going to be or where you have been.
0: I want to add to that. Um, that when you, you might consider, this is not a should or, you know, a have to, but you might also consider when you're on vacation, waiting until you come home from the vacation, if your house is vacant. And if you, you know, if your spouse is away, uh, you might also wait until they return before saying like, I'm home alone for 10 days. (laughs) So just thoughts to keep in mind. I totally love that reminder. I think that like, you know, I'm like a safety first kind of person when it comes to my health and safety. So thank you for reminding us of that.
1: My pleasure, because it's so easy when we're when we get in a pattern of posting multiple times a week to say, hey, here's what I'm up to. Here's what's going on. Hey, my spouse just left for 10 days. And people go, Oh, she's alone. So it's, yeah,
0: <laughs> hopefully no <knowing> one <laughs> that nefarious is following me on Instagram, but you never know.
1: Hopefully not. But you never know. The internet is a strange place. <laughs>
0: um, all right. And I love to kind of wrap up with a fun question. Two fun questions. Um, who or what is inspiring you in your life right now?
1: Um, That is a good question. What's inspiring me right now, I would have to say, um, is actually not at all photography related, but um, instead it's music related. So I've just been catching up on musicians who are starting to return back to live concerts and live performances, and I've always found it so inspiring to see somebody perform live, Um, I think it's so brave. And, you know, they can be at a sold out stadium, or it can be a musician with a guitar in the corner of a coffee shop. There's, it's just so incredible to me.
0: It is so lovely to have those things back in person. We're going to a concert in April. And I'm, um, but I'm really excited for it, because I'm like, I haven't done this in so long. So that's a really good one. Mm -hmm. And if you are a person listening that loves music, Maybe this will give you the little nudge to do the same. Um, What is your answer to something maybe boring, quote unquote, that is actually really super unique to you?
1: (laughs) Um, A boring thing I do, uh, I'm going to keep with the theme of music here and nerd out a little bit, but I update my concert binder. So yes, I'm that type of live music fan where I have a binder with all of my concert ticket stubs and a very fancy spreadsheet to match where I rate the performance, track if the band or musician was the opening act or the headliner. It's nerdy and boring to others, but it makes my heart so happy because I love live music and I'm able to look back and reminisce on uh, all the musicians that I've seen.
0: We might be the same person with like different things that we do this with. See, this is what, okay, so just a like audio highlight. This is what I love about sharing your boring thing, right? Because actually this now makes me connect with you and say, oh my God, I do the same thing, but I do it with my books and I do it with the shows that I watch. And I like literally rate them on a scale of one to 10 in a spreadsheet. So like- that boring fact is what connects you to other people. I just want to like point that out for listeners because that was amazing. And <laughs> that is so up my alley.
1: <laughs> and, and you're right. Like this type of small nugget about me or small nugget about you. These are great things to photograph and include as that 20%. Hey, did you know this little fact about me? And what is your thing? You know, do you have spreadsheets to track things? <laughs>
0: Okay, that's gonna be what I do right after we get off and I'll make sure to tag you in it, so. Love it. (laughs) Um, Okay, and how can listeners find and connect with you online? I know that you have a really great checklist to offer, but I'm curious to hear how else you work with people virtually.
1: Sure, Um, people can uh, connect with me directly at my website, which is bonniedixon.com, and that's B-O-N-N-I-E-D-I-C-K-S-O-N.com. Uh, for all the listeners, uh, or over on LinkedIn. And I love connecting with, with business owners and, and having a conversation and really starting from that strategy portion of figuring out, you know, do your images work for you? Do you need new images? Um, and figuring out how I can best support.
0: Um, okay. So I will make sure to include all the links to those in the show notes, as well as that visibility checklist for everybody to get their hands on. So Thank you so much for being my guest, Bonnie.
1: My pleasure. Thank you for having me here today. And you asked amazing questions.
0: Aw, thank you. To learn more about She Built This and to join our community and get involved for yourself, visit www.shebuiltthis.org.